You're tuned in to the ETPU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. This is the ETPU Sportsnet. Guys, we're back. We are currently in the midst of our uh, top 10 uh, individual moments countdown. Uh, for this past season, and we're almost at uh, the number one spot. Right now, we're at number three, and I have with me uh, Marin Musicant, and she is third on our list currently for her performance in the ASC tournament, able to help her team win the championship this season in the American Southwest Conference and getting the ASC uh, All-Tournament uh MVP for this year. So, Marin, once again, thanks for joining us. You're you're on Western time right now, or, specific, or uh, Pacific time right now. So, you're uh, currently in California right now, but enjoying the summer. So, what's been going on lately for you, and uh, how has the summer been treating you so far? Uh, my summer's been great so far. Um, at the beginning, I had about three weeks uh, just kind of hanging out uh, relaxing, recovering from, you know, the season and just spending time with my fa- my family and my friends. Um, two, this two weeks ago, I started working again every summer. Uh, I work at the YMCA as a camp counselor. So that started back up not too long ago. Um, Monday through Friday, I do that eight hours a day and then come home, do it all over again. On the weekends, I just like to go to the beach and hang out with my family. But that's pretty much it. Absolutely. And I, I bet it feels great being home, right, after spending all these months down in uh, down in dry, hot Texas? Yeah. I mean, I loved, loved the time there, but it's always good to come home. It's just like a good change of pace and a different scenery. I love Texas for what Texas has to offer me, but I love being home, too, so – it's both best of both worlds. (laughs) Absolutely. That's good to hear. So you guys had another fantastic year winning uh, the ASC uh, championship and you were a big part of that. As we kind of said, getting uh, the ASC all uh, tournament uh, MVP, uh, a part of what you were able to do to help your team win, you were battling soul Ross state in the first game and ended up going into extra innings, but you, got the home run and collected the RBI to get your team on the board. But overall, just got to talk to me about that entire experience and how were you able to be so locked in in such a big moment of the year? Well, obviously, uh, I hadn't competed in a conference tournament and in, in like because of COVID, it had been a year. So I hadn't really been put in, you know, that kind of pressure situation, but it was something I was ready for. I mean, I know personally as a competitive athlete, like that's something I live for and I live for the pressure. I love it. It, It's what makes the game worth playing. It makes it exciting. Um, So really um, going into the ASC tournament, I really just try to take a step back and to not be so hard on myself and just to remember why I play softball. You know, I play it because I love it and it's a game. And a game is made to play. So just go out and play. Um, try my hardest. Um, I know I had been struggling up until for a few weeks until the ASC tournament. 
And it's just because I was trying to put so much pressure on myself to like keep performing well and doing well for my team. But I really just had to take a step back and just make it simple. Just prepare and know what I can do. I know that my team trusts me. I know that my coaches trust me. Um, I know my fans trust me, like all my family and all the people that were watching. So I just had to trust myself and just put myself in that mindset to just go big or go home, really. Absolutely. And you guys certainly were able to do that coming with the ASC uh, championship. So uh, kind of talk about your your journey a little bit here. So uh, originally you're from uh, San Diego, California, or, or an area uh, somewhere in the surrounding area, um, and you found your way to Texas. So just kind of talk about, you know, how you ended up choosing ETBU, what was kind of the biggest uh, selling point, um, if I could put that in, in so many words, but uh, why did you end up choosing uh, to make your home the Tigers? So, yeah, I'm born and raised in San Diego, California. Um, I got recruited to a little tiny JUCO in West Texas um, called Howard College. Um, Played one and a half years kind of because of COVID. Um, Was able, we won the conference championship my freshman year. We made it all the way to St. George, Utah. Also, we competed in the national tournament. Last year, because of COVID, um, didn't really get to see that out, but we were going to, on track to win conference, uh, go to nationals as well. Um, And then how I heard about ETBU was one day Coach Shirley came to watch um, one of our practices. She came to Howard. We were practicing, watched our practice, um, and then – Funny enough, Coach Shirley was actually coached by my JUCO coach, Coach Reigns, at Midland. So my coach, which was our rivals at Howard. So my coach used to coach at Midland. Then she moved over to Howard. But so they were connected that way. Um, And that's kind of, you know, Coach Shirley came out. She saw some of us. Um, She asked me, like, you know, what my plans were after a year. Um, I had come on a visit right before everything got shut down, like the week before. So I got to be on campus and I kind of just fell in love with the campus. I mean, our, um, our facilities are beautiful. Um, I really couldn't ask for anything better. That's like the best facilities I've ever seen. Um, and then, you know, just kind of got lucky, I guess. That's really the only way I can describe it. Absolutely. And so, uh, small world. You you saying that your your former coach once coached uh, Janae Shirley back in the day. So that is that's pretty impressive. And um, kind of coming around a little bit uh, full circle, so to speak. That former coach coaching Shirley, and now Coach Shirley is uh, coaching you now as well. So uh, just a very interesting experience overall. So talk to me a little bit now about the makeup of this team. What are some of the things? Uh, coming here and experiencing uh, an entire year with this program, what are some of the things that kind of sets this team apart from uh, a lot of the other teams that that you've played for in the past? Yeah, so obviously um, we're very competitive. We're competitive against each other, healthy competition, of course, against each other and then against everyone else. Um, you really 
have to be focused. You really have to be invested. Um, I mean, it's a, it's tough, but it's worth it. If you're really, really worth, like if you want to be competitive, if you want to win, like E2BU is the place to be. Um, obviously Howard, we were a good team as well. Um, we were a D1 JUCO. Um, so we were competitive, we competed nationally. And so I wanted a program that was, I could continue to be competitive and I could continue to win. Obviously winning isn't the only reason that I play or my team plays, but it's a big reason. Like we want to be successful in what we do and what we've worked so hard for the past, you know, 15, 16 years. Um, this year, I feel like the team was really strong all around. I mean, we had transfers, uh, me being one of them, and then we had freshmen come in, and they were really strong too. And we just had a lot of girls with a lot of talent. So there was not one person on the team that I did not have trust in to play or you know, if I was struggling that they would pick me up, there was no, like everyone helped each other work together. And I think the reason we were able to do that is because we obviously we practice together every day, but we're also competing against each other in, in practice. And we know how each other work. Like we know what works for each other, whether there's some people who, you know, they're more quiet. They have a quiet demeanor, but it doesn't mean that they're upset or anything. It just means like, that's how they work. Whereas some people are more outspoken, uh, louder, all that stuff. But by learning each other every day in practice, I think we were able to see how we work together best. And then that's how we were able to be successful. And it certainly was uh, a joy to watch you guys this year. Uh, collecting uh, yet another SC championship, I believe the 10th uh, for uh, the program overall. So definitely continue to build on that success. And what you've kind of brought to this team was a, a experience. And like you said, you played in ASC, uh, not the ASC tournament, but uh, the conference tournaments before you've kind of gone to the national stage before. So that experience was, was vital to the team. Uh, definitely this year, especially watching you guys, we could kind of see all that unfold overall. But you guys now go to the regional tournament and you pick up two wins, but unfortunately uh, not able to go as far as you guys would have liked. But uh, what is the biggest thing you kind of took from that experience, especially being a team that was able to host the regional uh, for uh, now the second straight year? So just kind of talk to me about what that experience kind of taught you guys. I think obviously it is an honor to be able to host a regional because you can clearly see the difference between the ASC championship, which was wonderful and it was awesome, but it wasn't, it wasn't at home, you know, and then to see, the whole like transformation almost of our whole um, our facilities and just like all the banners and the, the um, prep for everything that was going on and how big of a deal it was. I mean, it was a unique experience, something that I had never experienced before. 
Um, I feel like everything kind of on the JUCO level is obviously just as important, but it's a little bit smaller scale just because it is junior college. So even though I have experienced stuff like that before, it was nothing on this grand of a scale, I guess you could say. Um, I mean, being able to host was great. We, you know, how you have an advantage when you host because you're familiar, you're comfortable. It's where we wanted to be. Um, so I just think that, you know, being able to host and to allow like all our like families and everything to come and just be on our turf was just a wonderful experience. Even if we, we didn't uh, win obviously, and it didn't go necessarily how we wanted it to, but I think the best thing we could have done was end our season at home, especially for our seniors. Um, They're able to, you know, take that time after uh, soak it in, be with their families on the field and then ultimately uh, leave their cleats, um, which is so bittersweet, but leave their cleats where they play and where they made a mark on so many of us. It was, it was certainly kind of surreal, you know, kind of realizing that for a lot of the seniors, it was their last ride, so to speak. And now moving on to, to bigger and better things, but uh, this certainly was kind of a time where they get to have a big impact through the game of softball. So uh, it was definitely a joy to watch as well, along with you guys' performances out there on the field. But uh, a couple more questions before we close out. I kind of wanted to know, as uh, you guys kind of go on throughout the season, one of the things that I notice is that is the different numbers that you guys have. I don't know why, but that's something that always sticks out to me. So for you, you have the number 75. Is there a reason why you have 70? Is that was the only one that was left over? Or did you specifically pick 75? Yeah. So obviously coming in as a transfer, there's people that have already been there, you know, two, three, one year, you know. So um, I didn't necessarily get to choose my number. Um, I did have a choice and then things just got ended up getting switched up. Um, so that's kind of what I was left with. Um, I mean, my mom was joking to me, like, that's a football number, you know, like, dang, that, (laughs) you know, it's a, it's not like a softball, not something you usually see, uh, definitely not something I was used to. Um, I didn't expect obviously to be number 75. Um, but honestly, I feel like now I have made a name for myself at UTBU and for number 75. Um, I think it's a very underestimated number. You, I mean, you know, big numbers, usually it's like, oh, that's kind of like, you know, that's the leftovers. That's just what it is. Um, but like, I feel like I've changed that for our team at least. Um, and I'm proud to rep 75 and I will rep 75 for my entire career at ETBU. Awesome. That's good to hear. I was always always kind of wondering about that. I was saying that's kind of a, a linebacker type number for yeah. football or something like that. But uh, but definitely interesting uh, to kind of hear the story behind that. But uh, last question for you is um, kind of a two-parter, but, but for number one, after experiencing uh, what you guys experienced this past year, uh, what are some of the things you wanted to work on personally? And uh, number two, Kind of talk to me about uh, what has been your your biggest inspiration 
uh, as far as the game of softball goes, you know, who's who's kind of inspired you the most there? Okay, you said work on personally, right? Is that what yes. So, what, what what were some of the things that yeah you you saw from the past year that you wanted to work on? Yeah. So for me personally, uh, I want to grow at first base. Um, I am not necessarily a first ma- first baseman by trade, I guess you could say. Um, but I'm glad I'm at first base. Um, I do. I've played. Uh, I played first base in um, high school. Um, and then at my JUCO, I only pitched and hit. So when coach really asked me to play first base, I was kind of like a little bit nervous, um, but happy also. Um, so I definitely just want to grow and like get better at first base and um, just work on uh, my hitting a little bit more, just making sure that consistency is there. Um, and also one big thing mentally is just like not – taking myself too seriously, just having fun, being loose. Um, I don't want to be at practice and be stressed out. I just want to be able to trust myself more and know that everyone around me trusts me and that I do have the ability and that um, I am good enough to be here or else I wouldn't be here. Um, And then also just, uh, off the field, I would like to get to know everyone better on a personal level. Obviously, I'm closer to others. Um, it just depends. We do have a lot of girls on the team, which is a blessing because sometimes we do need that many girls. People get hurt. Um, people get sick. Um, but I feel like I wasn't able to get clo- super close to um, some of them. So I would just hope to kind of grow my personal relationships as well. Um, as far as my inspiration, I really just, obviously my parents, because, um, there's been times that when I was younger, I was over it. Like I didn't, didn't want to play anymore. Um, but they never let me quit. And now I understand why, um, because they saw my potential and they saw how, um, how much I could do, how much I could succeed and how softball could put me in a position to be successful for the rest of my life. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, I also am inspired by, you know, all the people I've come in contact with past, present and in future, uh, future, um, that I've played with, had the experience to meet. I feel like they've all helped me grow. They've all helped me, um, get to a place where, Um, I have been able to be successful and I do want to shout out my one friend, Madison Neff, and you guys don't know her. Well, some of you might know her, but um, I went to JUCO with her um, and I met her before on my travel team. uh, And she honestly helped me get where I am today because without her, I probably wouldn't be playing softball anymore. Um, because I was struggling on whether to just go to school or play softball at a school. I couldn't really decide. Um, and she was able to give me that opportunity at Howard. Uh, she knew the coaches, obviously she was going there at the time and she was able to be like, Hey, my friend really wants to play. She just wants to see where softball can take her. And, um, 
So that's how I got my offer to Howard College. And I guarantee you, if it was not for her or meeting her, I would not be here at ETBU today. So I'm very grateful for her, um, her friendship and for all that she's helped me with softball wise. She's the hardest worker I've ever met. So definitely, um, definitely happy to have her in my life. Absolutely. Yeah. So she's a big part of my life. Obviously my parents, I have a little sister. Uh, She's six years old. I have two sisters. One's 18, one's six. And uh, I just like to see her be interested in something that I'm like so passionate about. And just to be able to see the younger generation and to see and just reflect on how, wow, like that used to be me and I used to be playing and it was just for pure love of the sport, but nothing, nothing more. It wasn't for a trophy. It wasn't for a ring. And while all those things are nice, um, unless you truly love the game, you, you can't be as successful as you'd like to be. Absolutely. It was definitely been a pleasure speaking with you here and uh, continue to uh, enjoy uh, your summer. And we look forward to seeing you back out there on the field for next year. Uh, here at ETBU, for sure. Yes, I'm excited to be back. Absolutely. And you guys can check out this interview and many others on our YouTube page. You can go to goetbtigers.com or follow us on social media at goetbtigers. Once again, Mark T. Robinson here with Marin Musicant. As we continue our top 10 countdown, guys, we'll be back with interviews number two and then number one. So stay tuned. This is the Texas Tiger Podcast.